Hello and welcome back to Owen Colgan's podcast, the best podcast in the world. And even if Joe Rogan doesn't think so, he can go fuck himself, yeah? I'm seven Brennan Shab and Heavy Bravo and Brian Callan. Give me a break, Brian Callan. Oh, for fuck's sake, Brian. You're not fucking not a man. Anno. Whatever you're into. Now, this episode, um, I wanted to, you know, have a bit of structure to what I'm talking about. So I'm going to talk to you about Adam and Eve, who they are, where they came from. There's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. Some people think they're from Sligo. They're not. They're from the Garden of Eden. So I'm going to just talk through that story about how they came about and break it down, really. And um, if you have any questions, you can email me at oncolly at gmail.com. I will gladly answer the questions for you. And so let's get started into the story. Adam and Eve. God took some clay from the ground and made the shape of a man. That was handy. Then he breathed gently into the shape. The man's eyes opened and he began to live. God called him Adam. Okay, that's fairly handy for God. He just made up a man. The Lord made a beautiful garden for him to live in. The garden, called Eden, was full of many wonderful things. I bet you didn't have PlayStation 2. It didn't have jambons. It did not have pints. But anyways, God said that the beautiful flowers grew everywhere. Birds sang in the trees, streams flowed through the valley, and animals roamed across the fields. Okay. Um, so man, be- God, uh, animal came before man. Fair enough. God had made the man in his image to keep him company and look after the world. I mean, like, God created this mess, and now he wants to man to do his job for him. Like, you know, if, you, if you're meant to be half the man you're talked about being God, then... Pull up your socks, you know, and look after the earth yourself, mate. You created us, didn't you? Um, so God brought all the animals to Adam one at a time to be given their names. Elephant, he would say, or tiger, or porcupine. Don't know why they picked those three animals, because they're so random, you know. I would have picked um, a raven, a crow, a fly, or, um, let me see, a duck, a swan, a goose. So, anyways, God felt sorry for Adam. None of these animals is really like him, thought God. He needs someone to share his life, someone who cares for him and who he can care for. That night, God took a rib from Adam's side and met a woman. What? That makes no sense. Why would you take a rib? Why would you start off with a rib, mate? I mean, you created us and yet now you're starting us off with a rib. I mean, do you not know what you did? Do you forget? Anyways, when Adam awoke the following morning, he found a wife. Isn't that handy? He found one. He found a wife. There was no dating. There was no tender. There was no, you know, uh, courting each other or bringing each other to, to the restaurant or to coppers for a few pints. He, there was a wife. God just said, here's your wife. And she was lying asleep beside him. She was obviously tired because I don't know where she came from. She must have had a long journey. But Adam was so happy. He took her hand and she woke up. That sounds very dodgy to me. He took her hand and then she woke up. Why is he touching people's hands that are asleep? She looked up at him and smiled. Okay, did she have morning breath or, you know, did she look... What was she wearing, I want to know. God told the man and woman that it was their job to take care of their new home. Okay. God blessed them, saying, All this is for you. Help yourself to anything you like. But never touch the tree in the middle of the garden. That tree is the garden of good and evil. Or the, yeah, the tree. 
so um, basically what happened there is God created the world everything every single thing everything you see shite he created grass he created trees he created little flies you know the little flies that go around shit that was God's work but one thing that he created that he wasn't really too fond of to be honest was this tree um, and that had that had an apple on the tree and that wasn't a good apple but what if I was God I would have knocked the tree and I would have you know Maybe put some plants there instead. You know, that seems like a, a better better option overall. But then again, sure, we'd have no... We wouldn't be here if that was the case. You know, we'd have no stories to tell the grandkids. Anyways. God did not mean that Adam and Eve would drop dead the moment they ate the fruit from the tree. He meant that in time, they would die with his without his spirit dwelling inside them. So basically, God is like, you can eat the apples all you want, mate. No, no, fire away, but listen. Things are not looking up for you if you start eating those apples. I mean, I don't get it. Why was there not any other apples there? Was there no bananas? Was there no oranges? One day, Adam and Eve were gathering berries for dinner when she heard a silky voice behind her. Has God told you that you can eat the fruit from the tree? The voice asked softly. Eve turned around to see a snake talking away to her. That would blow my mind. I don't care if I was the last man on earth or the first man on earth. If I seen a snake talking, I'd fucking shit the bed. <clears throat> so anyways, God has told us we can eat all the fruit except what grows on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eve told the serpent. Ah, come on, that's silly. I hardly think such a lovely fruit would do you any harm. The serpent lied. God knows all. God knows that if you eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you become just like God and will be able to decide for yourself what is right and what is wrong said the snake in a beautiful English accent. The woman looked at the fruit and thought how tasty it looked. I mean, had she already worked her way through all the berries and all the, the wild fruit out there and she was still not content, so she had to go and eat the apple. Bad form, Eve. She thought how wonderful it would be to be as wise and powerful as God. That's the ego, you know. She didn't need, like, she had everything she wanted. She lived in a massive farm, nobody bothering her. And yet she wanted to be like God. Why? Because she wanted the adulation. Because if you think about it, everyone is always like, "Oh, God's class, man." You, you see what he did there? He, he built, he built that mountain. Class. Oh, it's unreal. The stuff he does, man. It's cool. See the waterfall? That was God. You know, that's probably why she wanted to be like God. But she should have been happy doing her own thing. Anyways, she took a bite out of the apple, I think, and then she felt a strange feeling in the pit of her stomach. She fidgeted and wondered what was wrong with her. Obviously, the apple Eve. You know, make the connection. Suddenly she realised that she was feeling guilty. She had disobeyed God and knew she'd done nothing wrong. You know, but at the same time, like, God's all, you know, powerful. He's in his omnipresence. So surely he should have seen that, you know, happening live. I don't know. I don't know. If you think otherwise, let me know. Um, let me see. As soon as they ate the fruit, a change came over Adam and Eve. They became unhappy and fearful of God. Well, I don't see anything about Adam eating the apple, so why is, why is he getting all the, the guilt? Adam and Eve heard God calling them. Hey, come here. I want to talk to you, said God. Without thinking, they dived into the bushes, but God knew where they were because he was God and he created the bushes. When God asked them if they'd eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that he had told them they had not to touch, they blamed each other for their sins. God, you already knew that they ate from the tree. You know, you're everywhere, mate. So don't be playing those games with me. God was sad that Adam and Eve had disobeyed them. 
he told them that they had to leave the Garden of Eden. I mean, didn't even get a warning. God, you know, for all the great stuff he's done, he doesn't really have much of a temper, you know. I mean, she took a bite out of the apple and then they had to leave. Imagine getting thrown out of your gaff for, for eating an apple. Jesus Christ, God. Right, so anyways, um, that to leave the Garden of Eden, from now on you'll have to scratch a living from the soil. You'll need to make clothes and grow food. Nothing will come easily, not even childbirth. And one day you will die. Those were the parting words of our beautiful God. Um, to be honest, I'd be, I'd be already a bit shook because I'd leave, leave the farm. And then someone telling me I'm going to die, that's just like, it's kicking a man when he's down. So, um, I don't know, that's not, it's not the nicest story when you kind of spin it like that. And there you have the story of Adam and Eve. So, I hope that you got some kind of pleasure out of it. Um, I want to analyse that story a small bit before I leave you. God is a bit of a bollocks, isn't he? I mean, he put the tree there in the first place. He put the apple on the tree. He put the snake in the tree as well. And he gave Adam and Eve this wonderful planet to live on. And he, he could have got rid of, he could have put them anywhere. But he put them beside the one tree that was going to ruin their life. You know? That to me is not a nice thing to do. So I don't know. I don't know am I happy with that at all, to be honest. You know, that's not a great place to start off for humans and God, you know. Um, so it's only an apple as well. I mean, come on. There's people robbing fruit out of fecking Aldi every day of the week, man. Give them, like, didn't even give them a warning. Just like, you're gone. Leave. Now you're going to have to start wearing clothes and growing your own food. I mean, he went from being, looking after everyone, to just saying, go. So I don't know. That was, he might have bipolar, God. It's hard to know. So anyways, there's the story of Adam and Eve. Um, enjoy your weekend. <laughs>